0: From the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky, welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Taylor Hughes. Coming up on Red Barn Radio.
1: got me feeling some kind of way on this long summer day with that smile it dropped
0: Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at VisitLex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clay's Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us.
2: Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Vanessa Davis, and along with Brad Becker, We welcome you to Red Barn Radio, now in our 16th broadcast season. Tonight is our 607th live concert performance. We are pleased to present a program of great live music with Taylor Hughes. She is a country blues artist and singer-songwriter from Lexington, Kentucky, now residing in Franklin, Tennessee. She has been performing professionally for a little over five years, but got her start in Nashville. Taylor has played at several prestigious venues, such as the world famous Station Inn. Please welcome Taylor Hughes to the Red Barn stage.
3: a deep breath. I know the struggle is real. Sex on the beach is just too mild. Think
1: I'm gonna do it oh, this time. I got no. I got I
2: got Thank you all. And now here's Red Barn Radio's host, Brad Becker, speaking with Taylor Hughes. Here's Brad. Hey,
4: thanks, Vanessa. Hey, wonderful. You live in Franklin, Tennessee, but I sort of get the impression that that's not your home, not where you grew up.
3: It's not where I grew up. Um, I'm actually from Lexington, Kentucky, born and raised. Oh, all right. Back in my hometown for the week. Nice.
4: (laughs) Then you went through high school here?
3: I did. Um, I went to Lexington Catholic for my first two years, and then I finished my last two at Henry Clay.
4: And were you already playing music, say, like, let's go back as far as middle school,
3: well, honestly, what's funny is that um, I didn't really start pursuing this till I was about 18, 19 years old. I always did like choir in, in middle school and the church and high school and whatnot, but um, no one actually really knew this is what I wanted to do till I blew my knee out because I used to play volleyball uh, all right. year round. It was volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. And then uh, my junior year, I hurt my knee and I was like, huh, I think it's time for music. So, that's kind of how that got started.
4: Well, I mean, a lot of people who are really into sports, you know, have an injury that that turns things around. And yes. for you, this was like an opportunity to give some time to another part of yourself that you'd maybe sort of
3: it suppressed was. or something? definitely um, I had planned on going to college to play ball because I had some schools looking at me. Like I said, I've always loved singing and this is always what I wanted to do, just no one actually really believed it. They thought it was just, oh, you know, she's just the girl in the choir, no, no big deal. My guitar teacher is actually who got me really started. Some of y'all know him, Mr. Paul Felice. And uh, my parents um, brought me to him to take guitar lessons because I told my dad I wanted to play. I went to a few lessons and you know, we started to write some stuff and Paul was like, wait, you sing? And I was like, oh yeah, kind of.
4: And that's how and you felt at that time? Like you're, you just kind well, of are a singer?
3: Well, I knew what I wanted to do, but like I always tried out for like parts in choir and I never got them. And I was like, well, maybe I'm just not very good. Maybe I'm oh. like making this up in my head, you know? <laughs> right, Erin? <Aaron. laughs> Paul was like, we're taking you to Nashville. And I was like, oh okay and my parents you know found out and they're like you're doing what we're taking her where and that's where i got my start was on a tv podcast uh, called nashville spotlight
1: walk with me won't you walk with me up the stairs into my room Bring me down tonight till the morning all this sound is my breath on you I want to feel your touch Get that burning rush Only time we have is now Before you leave again reality sets in And I'll lift you all night You walk with me up the stairs into her room.
3: We went down there. I wasn't playing yet. I had just started learning guitar, so I was singing to tracks. My parents thought I was lip singing. And I was like, nope, th- this is me. <laughs> and that's kind of how it got started.
4: Even your parents were unaware of that voice. They that were, you had. which
3: blows my mind. Because if you watch like home videos and stuff, like when I was three, I like pushed kids out of the way to get in the front to sing. I'm not proud of it. I swear, I was a really nice child. I was just, I was ready to be in the spotlight, and when, I was gonna do whatever it took to do it. So, <laughs> but no, yeah, they really didn't know till. Uh, Till we got down to Nashville, really.
4: So your teacher sort of signed you up f- to perform at this event, is that we how that, yeah. that happened? What do you remember about that? How many other performers were there?
3: Oh my gosh, there was a ton of us. It's like a whole weekend event, so there's at least, there's probably like 20 to 30 people a day.
4: And is there a big and, um, a big prize involved? There's and- not a
3: prize, but uh, it was just a way to like get young talent out there. And I had never performed by myself in my life. Like this was the first time I'd ever been on stage, first time I was playing by myself, or I guess singing because I wasn't playing guitar yet. My parents were just kind of really surprised by it. Something,
4: Aaron wants to say something. Oh, Lord. If you look really hard on YouTube, you can find the video. You can, there's yeah. there's evidence yeah.
3: of my first performance, and it's funny, because uh, when I hit uh, the age of 20, I got really sick with, like, bronchitis and strep, and my voice totally changed, which I'm kind of glad it did, because it used to. I used to be, like, a soprano one, and now I'm, like, way, way low, <laughs> but, you know, everything happens for a reason. So.
4: Yeah. So, listeners, uh, you, you heard it. There is a YouTube video out there if you look up Taylor Hughes.
3: You can find It's not hard to find.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I'm sure there are people out there right now uh, like, checking oh. that out. do mm-hmm. along the way you've had uh, i know a lot of teachers but Mm -hmm. but vocal wise you've had uh, someone who's helped you along you mentioned her earlier
3: yes Um, her name is christy sutherland she is a a gospel singer she's actually uh, barbara mandrell's daughter-in-law
4: so is she a Nashvilleian? she
3: is she lives down in nashville too and she is the kindest soul like she is literally the nicest person I've ever met and she's got ton of energy and she's helped me at you know gain control of my voice in so many different ways and she actually just had a baby so we're super oh, come excited on. for her. I wonder her. if she's listening. I, I hope I she's, hope listening. she's yeah. listening.
4: Talk a little bit about some of the things that she taught you as a vocal trainer. What are some things that you learn?
3: Oh gosh. Well, I learned that you need to warm up before shows that because I never used to do that. Erin and I would go play four hour shows and I wouldn't warm up. I would just get on that stage and go. Yeah. And I was like, man, by the end of it, you are tired. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cough drops and tea. And she was like, girl, you're going to tear up your voice. But like, she's taught me, you know, you got to warm up, you know, trying to sing, not in the back of your throat, even stage presence and just, mm. you know, owning your music owning the stage and just having fun well
4: i think it's really interesting thinking about you moving from mm-hmm. athletics to music and also it's interesting for me something that you said somewhere in your bio about um sort of wanting immediate results like when you started playing like oh, you, you yes. got into music <laughs> and you're sort of like i want immediate results and mm. now the, for you the path maybe has been you talk about your vocals your learning the importance of training. Yes. Is it still like pulling teeth to get you to practice on your guitar? Yes,
3: yes it is. I started when I was 18, but I really didn't even play my guitar till about a few years ago. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm very hard on myself. I'm my biggest critic and you know, vocally it's, you know, I always felt like I had that, you know, I could be better. You can always be better, but I felt real confident in that. But the guitar playing was just so hard and I'm still learning. As you can see Aaron's like a savant and I'm over here like doo, 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 and whatnot. But uh
4: just run with it, Aaron.
3: Uh, yeah, just just run man. with it, man. If I don't get something the first time, like I just get so frustrated and I'm like, I'll just sing and I'll pay someone to play for me. And my dad's like, no, that's not how this works. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Right, that's why Aaron's here. I have to force myself sometimes to just sit down and like just do the drills and to play the songs because that's the only way we're going to get any better is by practicing, so.
4: Well, I think you do a nice job. I, I, I like uh, well, ex- you. your expressiveness <laughs> on the instrument. It really works and, and the two of you together work really well. It's we great sound.
3: We seem to like feed off each other pretty well and because we're like complete opposites but we've been playing so long together that like i just kind of know what he's gonna do and he knows what i'm gonna do which is weird because aaron never does the same thing twice (laughs) but somehow i know he's gonna do
1: something (laughs) jim jack johnny and crow those four apostles jaded my soul That's pretty rough company For a Catholic girl like me to keep But they're alright by me My mama would fame She knew these things About her daughter you see But what can I say God made me this way Y'all better pray for me. Baptize me in the brown water. Over acid, so don't get no hotter. Devil's cut, then name my father. I won't quit till I hit the bottom. Sunday morning I'll be on my knees, but tonight you can find me. Bring into the whiskey. My preacher. Yeah.
0: Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Taylor Hughes. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Taylor Hughes after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Taylor Hughes, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Your
1: Tennessee whiskey,
4: Tennessee whiskey. Has Nashville brought any surprises to you?
3: Not necessarily. I guess you could say it was a surprise moving down there, like, I already knew that it was going to be very different than living in Lexington, just because, like, that's music city. Like, that's where everyone goes. You don't make money there. (laughs) Playing shows, you have to leave Nashville in order to make money, because you you play basically for tips, which I'm not used to. You know, you play back at home, and I know I'm guaranteed money, and down there, you can have good nights, and you can have bad nights, and um, that's kind of what's fun about it. And moving down there has been super different music wise just because they want original music like they feed yeah. off that especially the local stuff that's what i've really like immersed myself into is the local scene and i've met some awesome people but i couldn't tell you like for the longest time when i first moved down there i never played covers um i've started to do some like gigs outside of franklin and outside of um, nashville that are like several hours long, so I get to do the covers and the originals, but it's all original stuff. Whereas if I come back here, they typically just want cover music and they're like, originals, we don't want that. Get that out of here, which is what's nice because like down in Nashville, you're like, oh, you want to hear what I have to say? Oh, awesome. (laughs) So, you know, and then you just have to hope that they like it.
4: You're kind of living a dream that that many, many young people playing music, especially who play well and present well like you do, you're living that that dream. It Um, it is a dream. I've been
3: planning on moving down there for a long time and it just was never the right moment. And uh, my husband and I got back from our honeymoon and he got a phone call that uh, he just got this job down in Brentwood, which is about five minutes from Franklin. So everything just kind of fell into place because yeah. we had been talking about moving down there for my career and whatnot. And we got married came back from the honeymoon moved to Nashville <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've been down there since December and uh, I wouldn't change a thing I absolutely love it
4: hmm.
1: Will you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take so I won't wait another minute no there ain't no time to waste i left my key there by the door i left a note out on the porch he won't hear from me for quite some time i guess you could see i'm on. the soul. now on Highway 101, my feelings for him burned out in the sun. Capturing my freedom is my only plan. Kick off my boots and put my toes in the sand.
4: us about some people you've met
0: there
3: i don't know if y'all know who chris young is but i see him on a regular basis he lives at tin roof and i see him all the time and i'm like he's just in his basketball shorts and he's ordering uh. pizza to tin roof i'm like is that a thing but living down there like they see famous people all the time so like you can't freak out like this is normal taylor breathe like but like i said it, the only person i'd like freak out is if it was miranda lambert but um I've met a ton of great um, female artists down there. I'm actually mm. part of a group called Fam Community. We're an all-female group. Uh, we play shows together. We help um, promote each other, oh, which has cool. been really cool, especially moving somewhere where you don't know anybody. I somehow just kind of found them on Instagram and was like, Hi, be my friend. So, But they've been awesome um some of the shows i play i do a lot of songwriter rounds um, my friend brian allen he has a show down there called chase and melodies that just started and it has brought in some amazing talent and i'm just lucky enough that he lets me get on stage and play with these other people really everyone has been super awesome it sounds so, just
4: terrific. It sounds, sounds like too really good to be in. true.
3: First, like, few days I was there, I had a nervous breakdown. So it's not all, like, mm. rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> oh, I get it.
4: I get it. But, you know, it sounds to me like like you're just diving in.
3: You can't go down there and think that things are just going to come to you because they're not. And moving down there has forced me to, like, get out of my comfort zone. Because mm. usually when people don't know this is what I do for a living and they find out, they're like, you seeing it like you're really quiet so like going down not you but you know me but like when I first meet people like I'm too I'm very standoffish just because like you scared me yeah I I did scare you didn't I but uh like I'm just very quiet until like you get to know me but it's forced me to get out my comfort zone and go you know book my own gigs because I'm so used to having my dad helping me out and with him being three and a half hours away can't really do that anymore mm. so it kind of forced myself to do it and honestly a lot of the stuff I found I just gone on Instagram and started like following people and then reaching out to them that's what you have to do is you gotta bug them you gotta go down there and meet them in person like you gotta hustle because this, this business is not easy
1: the only home I've known on that hill He looks over the creek into the field across my cheek I could still feel that autumn
3: i've always been super close with my parents which can be helpful but can also be very hard Uh, my mom's my biggest cheerleader i can do no wrong like everything sounds good everything is just fantastic which is nice to have that but then you have my dad and uh, my dad and i um it's hard sometimes for me to separate the dad and the manager because sometimes when he's trying to critique me he's doing it from a business side and I'm like you're my dad you're supposed to be nice and he's like no this is a business daddy's gone like it's time to work and I'm very close with my dad which is you know why when we co-write it just kind of works he's a great writer when I first started writing um, I always had a little bit harder time like getting what I wanted to say out Mm. and um, he's just has a natural gift for that, and so he's really helped me with that. But for the most part, we work pretty well together, we're on the same page, and um, we both have the same goals. Um, I did go to college for a little while, <laughs> I was actually almost done, and then I decided that I couldn't do it anymore, that it just wasn't for me. And uh, most parents are like, uh, no we've just spent all this money on you and you need to get an education. But my dad was like, all right, if you're doing this, you're doing it 100%. But my dad, he's always been self-employed as well, which, you know, being a musician, you're self-employed. We're entrepreneurs, you know, we're selling ourselves. And uh, I kind of think that's where I got it from is my dad's a hustler and you tell him that he can't do something. (laughs) you're mistaken and that's what's kind of aggravating is that he's good at everything Mm. you know and so like i think i like subconsciously try to be the same way like when i was like trying to learn guitar and i couldn't do it i'm like well, why can't i just do it like dad would probably be able to you know but uh (laughs) For the most part it it works really well and I know he's always got my back and in the music business you have to be very careful with who you can trust. That's why I like having it as a family business cuz I know no matter what like my dad's got my back. Even if we do get in a fight, like I can call him and I know he's going to be like keep your head up, keep pushing, like this is what you were born to do. Just go out there and do it.
2: for being with us this evening. Thanks also to our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ryan Sanka, Will Paget, Barry Albritton, and Amanda Haynes. We thank you for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and to those listening to us on the Red Barn network of stations.
4: We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and share, then, this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com, Lexington.
2: Now, would you like to hear one more from Taylor? <laughs> All right, once again, let's hear it for Taylor Hughes. going can do a little
3: uh, angel from Montgomery.
1: To believe in this living is such a love.
0: Barn Radio would like to thank Taylor and Aaron for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive-through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio open mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a non-profit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of Bluegrass Horse and Bourbon Country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. Accuprint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at AcuPrint.us. Get our Red Barn Radio app by downloading Omberia in your app store. The Red Barn Radio app is powered by Omberia. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at VisitLex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.